Hello, and welcome to Midnight Fun. I'm Katie, and I'm here this week because we had such a good time watching this week's movie. It's a stupid movie. We're doing Hotel Transylvania, <laughs> if you haven't guessed from the title. But it's so much fun. I really enjoyed it. Hi, I'm Liv, and I'm here because actually this is one of my all-time favourite comfort movies. I cried at least three good. times watching this movie, even when I just rewatched <laughs> it this week. Um, because it really just hits... Mm-hmm. A lot of my bases, yeah. essentially. You know, it's got a lot of heart. It's got, um, you know, a Yeah, soulmate. I was going to say, it's got soulmate principle in it. Anything that's like true love, I'm like, oh, okay, you've, you've got me yeah, there. I just cry. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing. And, you know, I, I really liked it. And also, you know, Serendipity. Dippity? Mm. Dippity. Um, the Hotel Transylvania 4 trailer came <laughs> yes, out last week. Yes, it uh, did. Week. So... We are blessed by you the You don't universe. have to be fully caught up, don't worry. We are just going to mostly talk about the first one. We won't spoil anything in the other I ones. Can... I think I've only seen the second we one, but like, we'll reference may... the new trailer because it's a trailer. I... Mm-hmm. I may mention a little bit of Hotel Transylvania 2, but don't worry, I'll let you yeah. know. I'm sure you guys are really worried about, so about Hotel spoilers. Transylvania spoilers. Um... Hotel Transylvania 2 spoilers, yeah. The, the fun news is, is that I can only spoil Hotel Transylvania 2 and not Hotel Transylvania 3 because I stopped watching Hotel I've Transylvania 3. But now, but now because there's a fourth one, I have to yes. watch it all. We'll go to the cinema and watch it and we'll live tweet it on Midnight Fun yes. Pod at Twitter. That was incredibly <laughs> rude, Katie. We can't lie. Not not jarring. Oh, not jarring. Okay, jarring. We'll just like oh, live just people going to the cinema. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. I hope you enjoy <laughs> just a million pictures of me with a tango ice blast because I will be getting one the minute I go back to yes. the cinema. <laughs> yes, cinemas are reopened. Really I'm not super comfy going yet, mm-hmm. but I have had my first dose of the vaccine, so Ooh, maybe when thing. I have the second one, I know. Don't know why. God, I've it. seen how you've blessed others. Please. <laughs> I literally got to the clinic and I was like, I don't know why I've got this. And they were like, yep. And I was like, okay. <laughs> right. Heck? I mean, everyone in there was my age as well. It. So my clinic must just be fast because everyone in there was my age or yeah, I guess. around my age. So I'm yeah, moving to I'll take either. it. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully the start of some normality. I hope it's mm. the same. Wherever okay. you're listening from. I know most of you are from America, so you're probably all jabbed, but Ugh. in the UK you're not meant to be jabbed under forty years old yet. So I was very lucky to it's thirty eight now. Oh true, it is thirty eight. <laughs> <laughs> We're creeping down. Uh, we're slowly <laughs> anyway. working it down. Okay. Anyway, Hotel yes. Transylvania. Give us That's the summary, love. Summary. Okay, so Count Dracula. He's the best single dad I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> yes, he's lovely. So open, Hotel Transylvania opens with him and his daughter Mavis, or maybe Wavy mm-hmm. as he calls her, and it just shows him being there for her the whole time that he's growing up. And meanwhile, uh, these, I think it's a goblin. I'm not entirely sure. Anyway, mm. um, a builder, like an architect, keeps like showing him plans for things. And he's like, yeah, no, it's this unclear is what- if he's like a a goblin yeah. or a zombie because the staff yeah. are zombies and he kind of looks like the zombie yeah, staff but he, but he speaks kind of like doesn't. normally and the zombies in it don't we're getting into the law early this time folks so you know we don't know if it's a zombie or a goblin. anyway he's he's some kind of creature and he's an architect so and, and meanwhile dracula mm-hmm. is saying like kind of cryptic things like oh it's it's what she would have wanted and saying that he wants like mm-hmm. lots of square mileage and then you realize that actually he's been building a hotel this whole time, which is the Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> um, and he wants to build a nice place for all the monsters to go uh, so that they're, they won't be afraid of humans. And I think that's really cute. And I totally didn't steal it for a Monster of the Week game that I made. I'm just realising. 
Anyway. It's a trope, though. It's not that stolen. It's a trope. It's cute. And um, so then, basically, it, the setup is, is that it's about to be Mavis's 118th birthday. Um, mm-hmm. So this is when she's finally a, a vampire woman. And um, she wants to go out Aquaman. and explore the big wide world. Uh, however, her dad is really afraid of her going into the world for reasons that aren't quite discussed, but you could see in her childhood that he mm-hmm. tried to make her like afraid of humans. And most people, mm-hmm. most monsters that he knows are indeed afraid of humans. And so she says to her dad, Father, I'd like to go into the big wide world, please. And he says, okay, Mavis. And she's like, what? And he sends her off. <laughs> Meanwhile, everyone's come to the uh, hotel to celebrate Mavis's birthday because he throws a big old party every year, which I think is really cute. But also the implication is that he is charging all of his friends to stay in his hotel for his daughter's birthday. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean... I like it. I like fair, it anyway. Money's not super discussed, right? Yeah, money kind isn't of really... Like paying, but it kind of is just like, oh yes, come to my sanctuary for months. Yeah, it's kind of... Do they have hot. use for money in this world? I don't to be know. honest, we never actually see anyone use any money at all during the film, and money really isn't yeah. mentioned. So, anyway. But they do have zombies that work for them, so That's I hope true. they're unionised. I oh, hope I they're d- paying the zombies well. The zombies for sure have a union. You can just kind of tell. So, uh, Mavis leaves the castle and she comes across a village, but oh no, it's full of evil humans that want to burn her clothes and bite her toes and they shove garlic bread in her face. But gasp, Mm -hmm. all along, this has simply been a ruse by Count Dracula to make sure that she never wants to go outside again. And the humans are actually zombies all dressed up and um, Mm -hmm. they all accidentally set themselves on fire. And then they trail back to to Castle Dracula, Hotel Transylvania. Um, So... Following this zombie horde is a mysterious figure when suddenly it appears as though a human has entered Hotel Transylvania and Dracula is very oh. distressed by this and he's like, whoa, oh my God, get out my hotel. And then he realises that he can't actually get him out of the hotel because he's got so many guests arriving. So he just kind of mm-hmm. shoves him in a closet, but not before he and Mavis have eye contact. And when they have eye contact, Ooh. a special little sparkle happens between them. It's very cute. Uh, then, basically, he, there's a load of wacky hijinks where he's trying to hide the fact that Johnny, the human, is a human. He dresses him up as a Frankenstein. It's really interesting. It is implied that Frankenstein's name is Franken space Stein. Mm-hmm. And that the Stein is a suffix for the um, yes. animated type creatures. Because <laughs> then he says that his name is Johnny Stein, which, okay. Yeah. So he it's very pretends good. instead that Johnny is... Uh, birthday party planner that he is employed um to plan Mavis's birthday party um then you know he eventually bonds with Johnny he tells him all about the fact that he the reason why he doesn't want Mavis to leave the castle is because so he and his wife Martha were unfairly targeted by a load of humans and they actually killed her and it's really sad so he's like well that's the reason why I don't want you around Mavis and then eventually it is revealed that Johnny is a human all the monsters freak out and for Mavis's safety Johnny pretends that he doesn't love her and that he wants to leave when actually we we all know that he does secretly love her a lot um Mm -hmm. and at the very last moment, Dracula finds out that Johnny is Mavis's zing, which is their word for true love, uh, soulmate kind of thing. Uh, so he he runs out, he drives through Transylvania, and suddenly he and his friends come across a monster festival. Oh, ho, ho, you say? What is this? And they find out that humans actually really love monsters. And all the, the, all the um, 
humans help them get to the airport in t- well they don't get to the airport in time they help them get to the airport and Dracula flies up to the plane and he mind controls the pilot to pass on a message to Johnny and they turn the plane around and he and Mavis are together for her, her 118th birthday and they're in love and it's very <laughs> very cute and then they all it sing is. a song together because in the cast there are three uh, musicians there's um Selena Gomez, the Cielo Green, mm-hmm. and um, oh god, I forgot his name. <laughs> Which one? Jake Peralta, <laughs> Andy Samberg, and Andy Samberg of the Lonely Island. Yes. Obviously, he has a little rap verse. It's yes, really it's fun. Very good. It's just a really fun, <laughs> silly song called "You're My Zing," and like it's silly and cute, and I really love it. And um, there's like fun yeah. little side plots as well. And yeah, overall, really nice, really fun film. Dracula's just trying to be a good dad, you guys. It's he's so protective, fun. but it's like you know, you you see where he's coming from. I feel like yeah, you know, for sure. If your wife gets murdered, he's just afraid. Yeah, yeah. simply afraid, and that's mm-hmm. okay. And he he learned yeah. the air of his ways, and then you know, then that's then basically that entire that entire synopsis I've just had of Dracula is afraid of humans. He learns to undo his ways. That is literally the plot of the next. What, as far as I can tell, four films. It just keeps <laughs> happening. <laughs> like when they were when they made this film, I did some research into like the background to the film and stuff. Yeah. And the 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 comedy writer that wrote it is Todd Durham, and he mm-hmm. pitched it to Sony and Columbia as a bible, which means he goes with like here's a thing that's he doesn't just pitch one film. He oh. pitched like several films, television series, game shows, mm-hmm. and he pitches like the world to them so Whoa, he basically went and he that. pitched like yeah he even pitched theme parks as far as i'm aware and oh it doesn't have its own theme park but it is that. featured in other theme parks there's a dark ride um at oh. motion gate dubai oh. uh, and there's another one in moscow which is very I exciting i, I think there's that. one being built in thailand but we it's not there yet <sighs> but it's so fun Okay, so is so that the I... reason why it's just that, like, okay, and don't get me wrong, I also love Hotel Transylvania too. But okay, so mm-hmm. everyone, if you don't want Hotel Transylvania two spoilers, stop listening for the next like thirty seconds. Yeah, in just Hotel... skip forward, click that skip little skip button a little bit. Okay, so in Hotel Transylvania two, the entire basis is that Mavis and Johnny have had a baby, Ooh. and his name is Denisovich or Dennis, and he's the cutest nice. freaking baby. Oh my god, he's adorable, <laughs> and um. So it's about whether or not Dennis is actually going to take after Mavis or Johnny and whether or not he's actually going to become a vampire because vampire children Mm. become vampires when they're five years old and it's getting up to his fifth birthday. And Mm -hmm. it's about Dracula learning to deal with the fact that he might have a human child. In the end, Mm. Dennis is is actually a a vampire. And also, do you want to know something really cute? Mm -hmm. Winnie, the little werewolf from the first movie. Yes. She is his zing. So oh, that's cute. very cute. And they're just so cute. They chase each other around going, you're my zing, zing, zing. And it's like, the- oh, oh, God, it's that's adorable. adorable. It also... Um, does one it's- of my favourite things that like kids films do, which is stupid, but I still love it. Uh, where yeah. they just have like a group of children and there's one girl child and you can tell because she's wearing a bow. <laughs> you know what? I love her. She is me, right? <laughs> I love her too, but it just did crack me up. It's like, here is this gaggle of children and the one yeah. girl. In the bow. Yeah. If you've, it, to be fair, I think also Hotel Transylvania 2 kind of gets into the more like monster human relations kind of thing. And to be fair, I think mm-hmm. Hotel Transylvania 2 could definitely be seen more as an allegory for like, I mean, to me specifically, it feels more as like an LGBT kind of thing. 
but I guess mm-hmm. that's just because maybe it's because I'm the one watching it. You know, yeah. it could I would say it's like a, a like a childhood allegory for any kind of like marginalized. Oh yeah, for sure. Group. But like, there's not there's not specific references either way. Like, it's not deeply one thing or another thing, and it's about like love. So yeah, you could, you could make a bunch of readings on mm-hmm. it. It's not super mm-hmm. deep because it is through the lens of a kids' film. So I yeah, exactly. Map anything specific onto it, but it's definitely about like marginalized relationships yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. And like the second film delves more into like the family acceptance of those relationships and like things like that. Um, But yeah, I really, I just really, I really love Hotel Transylvania, Katie. I just, Mm -hmm. God, what a lovely film. It's so good. (laughs) Like, um, what was it called? Like Van Helsing, it's based on the the Universal movie Monsters again, which is so Mm -hmm, fun. mm -hmm. Uh, Because all the... All the classics are there. Like the main guys are like the dads of the film. It's so fun. It's Dracula, so fun. Frankenstein, the Mummy, the Invisible Man, the Wolf Man. Am I missing any? I think they're the main guys. No. Right? Oh uh, well. Also the uh, the gelatinous blob. Yes, him too. And he, I know he's not creepy. He doesn't he, I would, speak. The whole no, time. he's just there. But just yeah, there. it maps onto like the classic Universal movie monsters, mm-hmm. which is so fun. It's so I good. Loved it. I and did a bit of the. I just I think it's so fun. They have way more monsters in it as well as uh, Van Helsing. They, so they do. Have gremlins. Uh, my favorite yeah. character in this entire film is Grandma Gremlin. Um, yes. She's so freaking cute. Her catchphrase <laughs> the whole time is "Nah, you do that," and it just means that she's just eaten something that she wasn't supposed to, and it's the best. Um, and um, I also like the Hydraberg. Uh, mm-hmm. mostly because it's it's a gender fluid Hydraberg, and I think that's really cute. Yes. And fun. Um, there's uh, Bigfoot who is far bigger than I expected him to be and I he is just him, a actually. giant foot <laughs> yes <laughs> which I love there's skeletons there's fleas I'm not quite sure why the fleas were monstrous I wasn't sure what yeah I wasn't quite sure fleas. what that was about no but... me neither there's giant spiders there's zombies mm-hmm. like we said before um, oh there's also Quasimodo he's also mm-hmm. in this film why does Quasimodo keep being in these monster films I don't know, because he was in uh, Van Helsing yeah, too. Yeah, he was in Van Not Helsing. Not sure what that was about. Why is going also, on? Also, it's such an interesting read on him, like, yeah. compared to, obviously, um, compared to Disney Hunchback, yeah. where Quasimodo is just some guy he's with, just like, a, a hunchback. And, like, the whole thing is, like, he's he's just a, just a person. He's just a guy. It's not, like... Yeah, and like I've not read the the Hugo book, so I can't no, comment on it. But I think in that he's he's just a guy. The thing is about you know discrimination yeah. and like deformity <laughs> and stuff like that. So it's always it so interesting when they make him an actual like monster. Yeah. What's that about? The thing is because in this right, you look at Quasimodo. Right, I'm Quasimodo. Just in this does also kind of just look like some guy. Some guy with a physical difference. Yeah, yeah some guy with a physical difference, and I mean like. I just he's he's a French chef in it. I think they're kind of making him like an evil chef. Oh, he just also yes. want to eat humans. Yes. So, I guess there's that but like specifically hunchback is not a type of monster. So I'm just yes. a little confused as to he why He does get some of my favorite lines. He does Oh, he lot, does. Like, Bonsoir, Mr. Dracula. Bonsoir, Monsieur Dracula. <laughs> Madeline. I want to call her Madeline. Her name's... It. So Esmeralda in this is his pet mouse. Yeah. And she's really cute. She's also evil. I hadn't even I clocked her. the name. I Esmeralda. hadn't clocked the name. Yeah, I hadn't Esmeralda. clocked that. That's so funny. <laughs> a human? This is not a human. This is Monsieur Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's so good. Bonjour, Mr. Dracula. Bonjour. Omelette. Would you like me to make you an omelette? It's so good. I really enjoy him. My actual... Okay, I'm going to say this a couple times, but actually, for real, my favourite side character is the fly. Mm -hmm. So I assume he's supposed to be the fly from the movie The Fly. He's just a giant speaking fly. Big old bug. Mm -hmm. I... The fly is voiced by Chris Parnell. But he has this incredibly dry way of delivering his lines. So basically, there's a running gag with the fly is that you know how flies do that horrid little thing where they like spit on their hands and then rub their hands together? Yeah. Um, he. <laughs> so my favourite part is when he's doing a water aerobics class and he's like, and twist, and push, and up, and back, and twist. Bleh! <laughs> 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 and then everyone in the pool starts to do that. And then there's also this other bit where Quasimodo gets frozen by Dracula when he's trying to save Johnny from being eaten by Quasimodo. And <laughs> the fly goes, oh, never mind, I speak frozen. And he goes, he says, there is the human. He has a French accent. <laughs> and it's, just, it's so good. It's so good. And I just, there's so many like wonderful little throwaway lines in this film. And I just, I love it so much. Like I, my other fra- favors, oh, do you not drink? So Johnny says to her directly, do you not drink human blood? And he goes, no, I use a blood substitute. And it's just yes. like, I just, I love that. Like he says like beyond blood. And he's like, you can yes. barely tell the difference. And I'm like, that is literally me, like defending to the death Richmond veggie sausages. You cannot tell the difference, guys. It's amazing. I don't like them. <gasps> what? I don't like them. I don't like normal sausages that much anyway, but I think oh, okay. sausages really like I think it's a texture thing. I'm very mm. texture sensitive. They're just very fair. soft. But a lot okay. of meat substitute is just very yeah, soft. soft. I'm like, this is yeah. like a pate type thing. <laughs> very soft. <laughs> Soft, soft meat. Yeah, very yeah. soft meat. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Katie. Yeah. That we've just touched on vamp- Dracula not drinking blood. Could you tell me how vampiry are these vampires? Well, they're pretty vampiry, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I was doing obviously I did some background research on the film to see how like vampire it was in production and stuff. And we don't super need because we know we are as we said Universal monsters. We know who they are. We've talked about them before. Mm -hmm. It's the big guys. It's based on, you know, the original texts and then movie adaptations. Don't need to give you the history Mm -hmm. of Dracula again, I'm sure. We've done it a few times. Mm -hmm. But um, Tosovsky, who directed the first three, um, said that he was really afraid of monster movies when he was little. So he never really watched them. And the way that he got introduced to all of these classic characters was through comedy, like films like About and Costello and Meet Frankenstein and Meet the Mummy. So he wanted to make tell Transylvania to like not scare anybody, but make them laugh with iconic characters, which I thought was really nice because that's also that. how I have been introduced to all of this stuff. I've I never seen. Because, like, I don't think any know, of the original films or read any. Of, I've read Dracula now and Frankenstein, but when I was younger, I hadn't watched any scary movies, but I still knew who Dracula was from you know mm. fun stuff. So yeah, it's very nice. Yeah, it. it hits a lot of. Um, classic vampire tropes obviously Mm -hmm. we have the transylvania accent Mm -hmm. we're set in transylvania we're set in the big castle it's Mm -hmm. all very classic vampire stuff um mr dracula has the flair of a vampire he has the style he He has the capes he has Uh the fangs uh he could turn into a bat which is a big Mm -hmm. plot point in this sometimes they don't really do that so that was fun he has just 
generic magic as well, which you don't mm-hmm. always see. Like you see him like feeding um, baby Mavis like with mm. a magic like purple magic holding like the bottle and mm-hmm. moving stuff around, which is not something you see. So that's like a fun point mm-hmm. for the vampires. He has the I don't know what you would call this, but it happens in a lot of vampire films, which is just his scary face mode where he just yes. like is like, and now I look scary for Engaged two spooky face. Rah. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he has claws, which he come out mm-hmm. when he's doing his scary face. He has mind control, but he can't mind control Johnny because he wears contact lenses, which I, I think is such a fun. Oh god, I think it's so fun. Yeah, they do really fun little workarounds in this movie for like oh things that like would have changed with modern technology like Dracula sees a phone for the first time and it's so confused (laughs) (laughs) so I thought was really rogue is that they can have kids like in a lot of vampire lore the whole like plight of being a vampire is like a mortal life and but you have to drink blood and you cannot have children which Mm -hmm. is like the big drawback apparently Mm -hmm. for like a lot of a lot of vampire movies especially new teen vampire movies obviously you see it with Twilight majorly it's a big thing in Van Helsing they wanted mm-hmm. them babies that were born out of eggs it's weird if you've not listened to our Van Helsing episode it's a trip yeah it's <laughs> a trip and a half oh my god um yeah I think it's really interesting because like basically it's implied that vampires are born and this carries on with the next movie is that vampires yeah. are born you don't bite someone to become a vampire yeah it's which- so rogue it's interesting because otherwise I think by because obviously we're on movie four by now. Um, no spoilers for well, kind of spoilers, but pff, who cares? Maybe this does not bite Johnny at any point no. in the movies, and you'd think that at some point they'd have to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. But she also they... Mavis ages; she grows from a tiny baby into a full-grown yeah. woman. Um, do they yeah. uh, do they stop? Because obviously Drac is like an adult; he's not like. Mm-hmm just like a mature man like he's not just turned 30 he's like yeah. an ad- an adult adult man uh-huh, uh-huh. um so but then he's if she, maybe it doesn't look 118 um, well okay so. so i do actually have an answer to this again right switch off your ears for hotel transylvania spoilers hotel transylvania mm-hmm. 2 so mavis in mm-hmm. the second movie right she's not like the traditional definition of a milf however she does like mature a bit, if that makes sense. She gets curvier. Yeah, okay, she's an adult. Yeah. She becomes a, she becomes a mother, and she gets like a little curvier. <laughs> and I think it's really cute. Like she Good. like so in the first film, you see like she's like very like. I mean, she's still very cute in the face in the second film, but I think they they kind of make her look a bit more grown up, and I think they kind of give her like a bit more eyeshadow, basically. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna they have to look, look like at an the adult. Yeah, segment. She yeah, they make her look more like an adult. So it is implied that she does. She will age. Yeah. In the well, same way. Because we see her Dracula age from like ages, a baby. So... Yeah. But does Dracula yeah. just stop? Because obviously he's the same in those portraits with his wife. Than yeah. Is. Dracula, it appears that he has stopped aging. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So there's that. That's fun. Another thing I really liked is that there's no vampire werewolf rivalry. They're yeah. just good mates. I love them being They're dads buds. and friends. It's very cute. I like it a lot. <laughs> just adults being pals. That's how you know that just, we're not so the target nice. market for this anymore. My main takeaway was like, oh, I love the dads. I love them being pals. <laughs> yeah, but that's just so cute. And I will they say are. the dads being pals is a huge part of Hotel Transylvania too. 
good as it should be it's, it's great just, it's really nice it i be. liked it a lot it's really fun that's and, one of those things fresh. when you realize that you're no longer the target demographic for film it's like watching this again last time i watched this must have been a few years ago where i was just aging out of the target market i'm 23 now so i'm definitely not i still enjoy it not the target audience the target audience is like mid-age Babies. kids yeah um <laughs> but it's when you start being like enjoying the voice actors you're like ah i've aged into into that's what I'm here for. Because I, I love Andy Samberg. I love everything he does. I really like yeah. The Lonely Island. So just listening to him was cracking me up. I was like, oh, there he yeah. is. Andy Samberg. I really like it because you I, I, I'm, I'm getting to the point where you can kind of tell when people have improv stuff as well, which yes. I really like. It's really good. It was a lot of like, like that's really there. fun. Yeah, I love Andy Samberg humor. Yeah. I had the same thing when I watched, this is niche, but I watch a lot of uh, Disney Plus originals and there's uh-huh. a show on there, there's a new film on there, it's it's fine, called um, Florin Ulysses and it's like a film yeah. for like young kids, it's like about a superhero squirrel um but Aww. in it um, Ben Schwartz of Junior Elfio fame if you watched um, Parks and Rec mm-hmm. and is her name Alison Hannigan from Buffy? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. and I know her from How I Met Your Mother they play like arty divorced parents in it and she's a romance what? writer and he's a comic book writer and illustrator Aww. and they're like co-parenting really well they're like daughter and that's what I got from it and I was like uh, and Daddy Poody's in it as well from Community mm-hmm. so all the sitcom faves um, and that's what I took from it. And I was like, ah, this is the this is how people appeal to adults for kids' films. And that's what I'm yeah. taking from it. If you've seen Sack Lunch Bunch, John Mulaney has a whole bit about like Bamboozled 2. Um, <laughs> it's very good. But that's just I how I know that. I'm not the target market is I'm relating to what is made for the adults that watch it with their kids now, which is yeah. nice. <laughs> I just think that's really fun. Can I also, there's one vampire point that you may not have picked up on if, you, if you've not seen the Hotel Transylvania 4 trailer. Mm. Um, being a vampire does make you sexier. Oh, ho, ho. This is to not say, I mean, I think that, right, in this film, Dracula is kind of handsome. I'll give him that. He handsome. just looks like some guy. He's he not, just looks like some guy. He's, he's not, not like, like sexy, like some yeah, vampires. I, They're like, ooh, ooh, you know. Yeah, I'm not like, oh, ho, ho, Mr. Dracula, you know, yeah. like I was last week. Yes. Um, so, you know, Dracula, he's like handsome, he's fine. In Hotel Transylvania 4 trailer, mm-hmm. uh, which I will elaborate more on later in yes. my fandom analysis. Um, basically, it shows, and I will tell you the reason why later, but it shows... Mm-hmm. Dracula being transformed into a human and so when he's Dracula you know he's got his broad shoulders he's got like Mm -hmm. his kind of buff chest actually if you actually look at the drawing he's like pretty buff in the chest Uh, very nice slick back hair you know really good when he gets transformed into a human he is balding and he has a he has a pot belly now Ah, and he's just some guy and he looks really tired whereas Dracula his skin is very smooth and he does not look tired so it's basically the implication is that being a vampire makes you you sexy yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's so fun. Although I think Mavis, if she was a human, would just look like the the world's most adorable goth. Yes, definitely. Speaking of, uh, date or steak? <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I mean, right. I feel weird saying date Mavis because she's yeah. one hundred and eighteen. I would not date Mavis. Eighteen. I would love to. I would love to hang out with Mavis as a friend. I'd love to hang like. out with Mavis. I very happy to have an Johnny. 18 year old friend. I would date Johnny too. He's age appropriate for I would us, date and I like he's, him. He's, yeah, yeah, he's age appropriate. He's 21. He's cute. We're 23. Um, yeah. I don't know if I'd 
I don't want to stake Dracula. I, I certainly wouldn't but stake I anyone to... in this movie. No, I so would if I had to go, if I had to have a choice of like, let's go for a nice dinner together, Mister Dracula, or yeah. I'll kill you, I would go on a date with him. But yeah, yeah, I think we just spend the whole time being like reminiscing about the past. And I'd be like, tell me about your wife, Mister Dracula. And he'd be like, oh, yeah, he wouldn't want to do this. So what I think we would do then, we're not gonna, we don't want to date Dracula, we don't want to stake Dracula. So you mm-hmm. should stake Dracula. Stake is in S T E A K. Take him for a nice ah. steak meal. He can drain oh, the yeah, blood out of some dinner. steak. He'll have it very rare when people have that weird yeah. blue steak where it's mostly blood. He can I, have that. I, that's how I eat my steak. Yeah, I've never had steak, but. That sounds horrible That's fair. to me. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? I understand why people don't like it. I just personally, I'm a big... I don't really eat beef anymore. Mm-hmm. But like, on the off chance I ever have a steak, which is maybe once a year, maybe, mm-hmm. um, I, I have it pretty rare because, yeah. you know. I'm a vampire. Oh, no! Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I love that. I love this. I love this film. And I, I would totally, I'd take him out for a steak dinner. But overall, I would just, I, if I could pick anyone to date in this movie, I would date Johnny, to be honest. Absolutely, me too. He's a very nice man. Or Eunice, Eunice Stein. I love her. She's yes, one of my favourite characters. Great. I love her. She's Frankenstein's wife. Yeah, And she has and the so thickest cute. New Jersey accent. I think you mean the bride of Frankenstein. <laughs> Sorry, the bride of Frankenstein. <laughs> Her name's Eunice, and I love her. She's great. I love her. I also, I do also love um, Wayne, who's the Wolfman. I love his wife also. I can't yes. remember what her name is. She's great. She's pregnant, and she's, she's so great. cute. She's I love so the way pregnant. they all they love Mavis. They're like, "Hello!" It's very much like your parents' friends relationship with you. Yeah, it's very nice. Like there's this, there's this one thing where like her and um and Mrs. Wolfman are walking down the stairs together and like she's like waddling down the stairs because she's so pregnant she's like we just didn't know where you were honey and it's like <laughs> so cute like it's very like these are my parents friends and like yes it's just good vibes to be honest well before we get into the second part of our episode I know Liv has some great fandom phenomenons <laughs> that I can't wait for her to tell us about we want to tell you about our sponsor this week This week we want to tell you about Shadowed Stars. It's an epic science fiction book that has a mature flavour by Stephen Coutts and offered through page publishing. There are eight books planned with unnumbered to follow. There are glossary entries and short stories free to read and they're posted around the 20th of each month on shadowstarsbooks.com. It's written in a dark form to give the reader a feeling of being in an unexplored space. The odd numbered books follow one line of characters and the even number follow another line with crossovers and cameos between them. Book one is available now, and Shadowed Stars The Reign of the Black God, book two, will be released at the end of June, with Shadowed Stars The Children of Home, book three, coming soon. They are available in paperback and ebook, and they can be ordered through any bookstore, or find them online on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Google Play and iTunes. Search under books or by author Steve Kautz. Shadowedstarsbooks.com will also have direct links to all these online sites. That's Shadowed, S-H-A-D-O-W-E-D, starsbooks.com. And thanks so much to Stephen for sponsoring this week's episode. Yes, thank you so much. I think that sounds like if you like a, you know, you like a bit of dark fantasy. Absolutely. So fun. Definitely. Some fun sci-fi, mature flavour. Yeah. How fun. Speaking of mature flavours, not really. Yes. (laughs) I mean, well, a little bit. Um, Okay. So fandom phenomenons time. Yes. Now, Katie. Mm -hmm. I'm about to ask you a question. 
Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you familiar with the concept of Tumblr sexy men? By this. I want you to explain it to me, but by this, do you mean the like the bill cipherfication of every man? Yes. Excellent. Explain to the audience, but I lived it. Um, I will eventually dig out a photo of me with Bill Cipher cosplayers at Comic Cons. Actually, I'll block out their own faces. If I find them, I'll post them. I went to Cons a lot as a teen. Oh Uh, my god! Please live. Explain to the audience because I don't know how to put that into words. Hello, I'm going to use this voice for this section because I really feel like it just drives Sultry. home the concept of Tumblr sexy men. Right, so t- the Tumblr sexy men is a phenomenon where the people of Tumblr suddenly all decide to thirst after a rando fictional character mm-hmm. based off vibes and vibes alone, wherein they create fan fiction and fan art of said character looking far more sexy than they have a right to be. Mm-hmm. Popular examples of Tumblr sexy men include Bill Cipher from Gravity Falls, yep. the Wansler from The Lorax, I was going to say the Wansler's on there, right? <laughs> the Invisible Man from right. Hotel Transylvania. That's okay. right. The character where you literally do not know what they look like. So this was based off only vibes, knowing that he wears horn-rimmed glasses and, glasses and also knowing that he has red curly hair. And also, to be fair... There is a point in Hotel Transylvania where it is revealed that the Invisible Man also has quite a pert little bum. Mm-hmm. But that's it. That's all we know. Can I just um, say something? Can I make a hot take before you carry on? Yes, you may. Invisible Man queer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I say that. Yeah, no, I'm I, with you. I'm, I'm queer as well. I say that as a as an affectionate. Um, yes. Yes, he definitely has a crush on Dracula. You... Yeah. Just thought I would clarify in case you're new to the podcast. Um affectionately that man same same hat yeah <laughs> yeah he he pinches drax bum at some point one point goes ha, you're irresistible and like yes. okay as far as doing the sexy man treatment to you know the invisible man yes the way i can explain it is mm-hmm. that david spade voices the invisible man right yes I had a crush on Cusco when I was little, as in yes. Cusco of the, the Empress New Group, because, partially because David Spade voiced him, and I think his voice sounds Are really nice. Are you into nice. David Spade? I cannot relate at all. No, 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 I'm not into David Spade, I'm into David Spade's voice. <laughs> but he does have a sexy voice, he's got that very he heavy, hot voice. sarcastic voice, yeah. Yeah, he has, he has a hot voice. Um, So, basically... You know, people just kind of decided that the Invisible Man was a Chad, and I don't know how else to <laughs> explain that to you. I um, okay, I don't, and... I don't agree, but I understand the logic. I also yeah, like I the vibe the of like the hottest man in this film is one that you can't see. <laughs> I yeah, and like look at him. Exactly, it's like okay, so we we literally have no idea what he looks like. He could look like anything, and therefore mm-hmm. he can look, he can look hot if we want to. Um, so. Many years, the Invisible Man has been safely thirsted after from the confines of Tumblr and Twitter. Interestingly, most AO3 fic is Dracula-centric. Oh, that makes sense. He's the lead character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, And then everything changed when the Hotel Transylvania 4 Transformania trailer attacked. I have seen some of the discourse. (laughs) Um, He looks like just some guy, right? 
He's he looks like hot. just some guy. Right, so Transformania, a brief description. Johnny feels like Dracula doesn't think he's part of the family because he's not a monster. Well, yes, we are rehashing that again. So he goes to Van Helsing, who I believe is in Hotel Transylvania 3. He's a weird Amazing. automaton man. Amazing. He's got the face of a man and the body of a nasty little metal bug. Um, to use and a does he kill ray, monsters? I have does no he... clue. I have not seen Hotel Transylvania 3. So I we'll do it. We'll get there. Blind. <laughs> as far as I think... Okay, as far as I'm aware, in Hotel Transylvania 3, Dracula has a romance with a Van Helsing. Oh, ho, ho. So, I, I you know... I, Wait, you, but how I would he do that? that if he zinged? He zinged with his mm. wife. Do we not I have know. soulmate principle? To be fair, if they do like a soulmate principle, but you can have multiple soulmates thing, I think that's yeah. nice. I love when stuff does that. But here's the thing, we'll get around to it. I we'll did not finish Hotel Transylvania 3. But you know, when I say this, knowing that he's going to have a forbidden romance, it makes me want to watch it. So, yes. Um, Why did you stop? Was it just not very good? Uh, uh, yeah, I was basically, I'd watched Hotel Transylvania 1 and 2. And I was like, I guess I'll watch 3 now. And I was kind of tired yeah. and it just kind of wasn't very good. I basically, I'd reached the third scene that was so clearly put in there to try and to appeal to kids. That I was Fair. like, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And like, I will say this, Hotel Transylvania 1 has a couple of moments that really ages it because of the music that they use. And, yeah, um, Gangnam Style. I'll get, I'll get on. That, right? Gangnam Are Style's these? one of them. Yeah. And, Gangnam Style and um, I'm Sexy and I Know It. Yes. But um, how fun so, for the time for them kids. Good but very them. fun for the time for them kids. Right, so I'd reached like the third scene of this and I was kind of like, do I stick out because there's a monster that's just a giant pug? And mm. the answer was no. Yeah. Not tonight. I'm very tired. So I, I think Fair I enough. will have to rewatch it. Anyway, so yeah. he goes to Van Helsing to use a monsterfication ray on him to make him a monsters because oh it makes God. humans monsters and monsters human. But gosh, wouldn't you know it? It goes wrong and all the monsters are made human. Um, <gasps> a side note, um, based off my previous thing, they use How You Like That by Blackpink in the trailer, which is a TikTok audio that's <gasps> been out of style for like a year now. So I'm like, I know what you were doing when you made this trailer. <laughs> Yes, but also you I'm made down that trailer a I year ago. <laughs> I know, I'm so down. It's like really fun. Like this like little ping pong ray is like blowing around and it's just like, how you like that? Da, 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 da. And I'm like, mm, <gasps> that's so fun. <laughs> so basically, all the monsters that didn't previously have a human appearance have mm-hmm. been revealed. And okay. The Invisible Man, he just looks like some guy. I will have I will hear arguments for Frankenstein being more handsome than you hear you'd expect him to and also Loki you don't quite see his face but I think they might have made Wayne the Wolfman into a dilf <laughs> oh ho ho we will be going <laughs> to see this film I just saw like a flash of like kind of salt and pepper beard and I was like hello hello Mr. Mr. Wolfman hello Mr. Dracula Hi. hello oh ho ho hello Mr. Wolfman I will be actually no I won't be your bride you want too many kids um, mm. I will be your bride's but, friend. She seems nice. I'd love to have coffee with her. Yeah, exactly. She seems so nice. So it's kind of like it's debatable whether or not like so. Oh, the, so the Tumblr sexy man is not sexy, but it's kind of debatable whether or not the rest of them are. Ooh, so okay. wait, do you want to take like a brief brief pause so you can watch the trailer? <laughs> you know what? Go on, Katie. You've just watched the trailer. Hello, listeners. Can you I'm confirm? Back. Wow, that Hello. was an experience. Um, so I know. that seems fun. At least they're doing something different. I would just like to say that I hate Van Helsing. He's horrible. Yeah, he looks disgusting. Nasty he's like a nasty man. little metal I bug. I hate him. Just... Um, 
I agree. The Wolfman might uh-huh. be a dilf. Um, you I can't tell because he's doing no, like you can't. um, what's it called? Like animated contortion faces. So he's like screaming. Yeah, yeah, so you yeah. Can't, you, you can't, can't quite tell know. how dilfy they are. Invisible Man, just like... some guy, just some ginger guy. Um, yeah, just some ginger man. Frankenstein um, hot, which is fun. Yeah. Love that. He's just yeah. some big built guy. I just, I need to see Eunice. I need to see human Show Eunice. Show me her, my wife. Show me her. Also, um, Johnny is like a dragon. It's cool. Yes, um, it's very fun. And Dracula, fun. they like it's make cool. him more human. He's got like thin yeah. hair and stuff, which is fun. He's got thin so, hair, yeah. he's got a little belly. Yeah, nice. as you said, like... it goes with like vampire, make you more conventionally uh-huh. hot. My yeah. make you more, more hot. I like. I will say, I, I felt a little bit let down with Hedgehog Transmania 3, but I'm but now you're back in fully for on the wagon. I'm fully back in for four. I don't, I don't know, man. I wasn't even expecting Hotel Transylvania 4 to come out. Now, I have one more fandom thing to talk about. Now that yes. we've all agreed that the true sexy man of, of all time was the wolf man and everyone slept on him. Now. Yes. <laughs> wolf man right. So, we'll be putting him in our date or stake. Yes. Oh, yeah, we should. Yeah, my date. We'll put him in our date or stake and I will put him on the Twitter in the next couple of days. Make sure you vote yes, in our poll. Yes, we will. Anyway. Oh, we should do, um, yeah, we should do Drac, Wolfman, Frankenstein. Yes. Cool. Anyway, so... The other thing that was released alongside the Hotel Transylvania 4 uh, trailer was also some con- original concept art for Hotel Transylvania and Katie. Mm. Dracula was hot. Like, Ooh. in a lot of these drawings, he was hot. Like, capital H, hot. That's so Gorgeous. fun. We should totally tweet some of the art because it's beautiful. Yes. And also what I thought was really interesting is that... Um, so, the concept art for Dracula Mavis, it was more traditional horror and like um more like the traditional like kind of uh like gray with white streak going on which i think is also very cool um also they released a little bit of concept art for mavis and basically she looks kind of the same but like a little bit creepier and i kind Mm. of like it's not that i don't absolutely love the art style for hotel transylvania because i really do i think the art style is gorgeous like it's so fun and colorful and also, uh, they don't make the monster women weirdly sexy. No. It's not done. Like, and I really like that. It's yeah, some just... of them are. Like, the mummy is yeah. more sexy and stuff. But yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not. It's well, like, always just, like, we're signalling that these are, like, feminine. So it's a little more yeah. sexy. But not to the extent that you see in other things. Which, yeah. where it's, it's insane. Like, it's like, with Eunice, um, she's, like, very clearly, like, ah, woman frankenstein but then on top of that she's wearing really long acrylic nails she's wearing a pink fluffy jumper she's wearing like big eyelashes but she's doing that because she's supposed to be like a jersey gal and i yeah. love her um so it's not that i don't love the art style for hotel transylvania because i genuinely do i i really like the way it looks um but also like the kind of traditional horror art style yeah it would be so it cool. looks good it does i would like to see Um, i guess they're like making it maybe that was when they weren't sure what age demographic it seems less kid friendly to be fair a little bit yeah but like i think you're very valid in what you're saying it's very nice that the women aren't super sexed up because even kids film it's not even that it's just if you think about other films like even non-disney ones if you think about say the book of life like the two gods of the book of life are like sexy death woman and like fantasy man creature and all the women are like pretty and all even the background women characters kind of look the same they're just like 
generic pretty woman and all the men have yeah. these like fun like oblongy faces and there's a guy with like an l-shaped yeah. face like really fun character design but like the women all have to be pretty woman mm. which is yeah you see exactly. that you see it in disney stuff as well like talking about animation like there's yeah. the there's the running joke about like the new dragon having the elsa face and stuff in raya oh, like, right, yeah. a lot of them do have the same they all look very similar and like let women yeah, have I'd... fun character designs they don't all have to be traditionally yeah. hot so it's nice i, I just yeah Sorry, I just sent you the concept art just so you you can also see what we how hot Drac was at one point. Oh, Google this, or we will. I'll tweet it as well if you haven't. We'll tweet seen it. it yet. I just love little Mavis. Mavis was also originally wearing a crop top, which I think is so cool. <gasps> oh, that's so fun. Not that I again, not that I don't love Mavis's little outfit. I love Mavis's little outfit in her top. Oh ho ho! Hello, Mister Dracula. Oh ho ho! Hello, Mister Dracula. He's a lot more traditionally. Vampiric. Yeah, like he's like got like the yeah. angles and like oh he's very attractive. I, <laughs> I will tweet this. Very hot. I'll tweet this after the episode goes out. You know what he reminds me of? No, oh my god, I just realized why he looks like that. They're riffing mm. off Christopher Lee's Dracula. Ah, yeah, that's that what makes it sense. is. Because yes. I was about to be like, wow, he really reminds me of Dra- of Christopher Lee, and I was like, yeah, because he literally played Dracula there. Yes. <laughs> But that's what they're riffing off, and I think that's really cool. I mean, not that I don't love our version of Drac. I no. love his rosy cheeks. I love his big blue eyes. He's adorable, just, which is fun because it like it leans into the like, oh, we want to create these characters in like a comedic yeah. fun way for kids. And yeah, and Mavis is adorable. Yes. She's so cute. She is. I want to cosplay her so bad. Yes, do it. <laughs> Speaking about this being like. Not sugar-coated for kids, but it's not a scary film. Uh-huh. Where do we think that these vampires land morally? Do you think they should vote? Oh, I think they should. I think, I think... Well, I think Mavis would definitely vote. Yes. she's going to be... Well, because obviously, like... Eh, she's... A, the, her and Johnny are soulmates, so, like, obviously they're going to get married. So then she's going to have, like, a dual American Transylvania citizenship, yes. you know? Oh, lovely. So Mavis but, for sure will vote. I think... Yeah, I think they could... I think it would they be definitely nice for all them could all vote. To vote. Especially, like, by the end... Obviously, at the beginning, they wouldn't, because what do they mm-hmm. care for human laws? But, yeah. like, by the end, when they're like, oh, we're, like... Actually, don't have yeah. to be completely separate from the humans and stuff. I think they should mm-hmm. vote, and I think they should have the and democratic say. I think that would be nice. Yeah, and you know, as as that one sign at the uh, monster festival said, uh, Frankenstein for president. Yes. Oh my god, there was another sign. What did it say? It was really good. It was my favorite one. Uh oh. Um, I wrote some of them down. I carry um, a torch for Frankenstein. Was, was my I carry favorite. a torch for Frankenstein. My personal favorite that I wrote down was uh, Howlin' Mad for Werewolf. Yes, so good. Oh, it's so fun. I love um, the classic monsters thing. It's so yeah, fun. I love it. I always um also you know Frankenstein is literally um a man of the people. So yes, it's so fun. I love it. <laughs> Sorry. I love it. Horrid joke about <laughs> Frankenstein. I love it. Yeah, well, he's related to Johnny, but only on his left-hand side. <laughs> he's a, he has pig-strangling blood <laughs> in his arm. Oh, so dumb. I love it. It's, it's so great. good. I love that it's Universal Monsters, and every time I watch stuff that's like classic monsters, I realise that I have Vampire Diaries, Worms in my brain, um, because there's yep. a scene with Mavis and Johnny on the roof and the, the daylight mm-hmm. starts coming in, obviously, classic vampire trope. She burns up in the sunlight. Don't know if I said that before. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but my brain immediately just went, well, why is she not wearing her daylight ring? Katie, that's just oh the thing God, in the Vampire Katie. Diaries. I did it last week. Just the Vampire Diaries. I do it every time I watch the film. I'm like, oh, but why didn't they just like wipe their memories? I'm like, oh, not every vampire can do that in fiction. <laughs> well, to be fair, Dracula just tried. He does. He's wearing contact lenses. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so, so good. funny. I, it's good because he's like, oh, let me just try and take it out. And Dracula's like, please stop. That's actually disgusting. <laughs> yes, it's so good. I think overall as well, like talking about voting, I think overall if we think, where does this film stand morally? It stands morally pretty mm. well. It's a kid film. All fil- yeah. all kids films pretty it's much are trying film. to give you some kind of nice lesson. This one's about like inclusion yeah. and like not judging based on like yeah. preconceptions and stuff. It's nice. Yeah. It's, I don't think it has any yeah, it's weird just, like... It's a nice film. Yeah. I don't think it has a lot of um, no. like vampire stuff a lot of the time yeah. has a religious subplot, which nothing wrong with that, mm-hmm. but a lot of the time it's like a negative religious subplot that's yeah. just like you'll go to hell if you kiss a boy uh none of that yeah. in here only protective dads yeah only like fun protective, protective dad. dad stuff which is like yeah and also the thing is is that like dracula is you know suitably harangued for being too protective like yes. all his friends are like dude you shouldn't have done that yes and like there's one moment where johnny and mavis are about to kiss and he goes Rah! and then he goes oh my gosh i'm so sorry i just i'm gonna have to get used to that but also i was like why are you having your first kiss in front of your dad <laughs> right i would never get a no room <laughs> get a room <laughs> like Anyway, anyway, but you know, overall, just a fun, nice message about accepting people for who they are and not letting preconceived notions hold you back. Absolutely. Very cute. It's so good. What would Very you nice. say, because I feel like we're wrapping up a little bit before we do, what would you say uh-huh, your uh-huh. peaks and pits were? Oh, okay. Okay, so peak, uh, every time I cried in this film, which I did note down, um, would you like to know specifically the moments that I cried? I can guess. <laughs> um, but yeah. Okay. I would guess one is definitely okay. when she, it's about the zing stuff, right? That's when you sobbed. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The minute the zing is introduced, I yeah, cried. Yeah, with the book. Yeah. Um, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, b- before the book, oh, okay. actually. Um, before the book, the first time I cried is when they um go up on the roof and he shows her a sunset. Yes, she's that... never seen a sunset before. Yes. Uh, the second time I cried was when he introduces an entire light show at her birthday party so she can travel the world from one room because she's never travelled before. Yes. Uh, so I, I cried. Um, and then I cried at the bit where Dracula explains how his wife was murdered by an angry mob. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> and then I cried at the end when they got back together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are a lot of love. feelings there, Liv. <laughs> I love I it. Just, I love love. I love soulmate things. Me too. I like, I'm just a huge softie, okay? I'm just, I'm a little marshmallow. I'm the same. Love you a soulmate like, principle. Gimme, gimme, gimme. I love a love save, I love a love saves the day principle yes. as well. This is why Once Upon a Time, well, I know it's garbage, forever be my favourite show. Oh, yeah. It hits all my things. True love principle, true love saves the day. Any kind of like relationship is important. Delicious. Uh-huh. Every week, eat this it is- yeah, this is why Stardust is my favorite. Yes, one. delicious. Which so no one is surprised by when I tell them. Absolutely that, but, not. Well, if you know me, you're not surprised. Um, but yeah, I'm just a huge romantic. I like romance. I like love. Mm-hmm. What would your I peak just, be then? I have a lot of emotion. Oh, sorry. What my would pit? your pit be then? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I guess Quasimodo. Like, yes, it's, it's weird. weird, right? Yeah, I, mean, I like his French good, accent. Like, I think also. Okay, I think we're gonna have to little bit talk about the fact that like the portrayal of Quasimodo looks like a bad Jewish stereotype. It does, yeah. I would see that. Like 
and it's the same thing with the Invisible Man's new, his Invisible Man where he's as a human. It, whether or not it was intentional, there's some anti-Semitic tropes to be found in both of their character designs. Yeah. And they're, well, one of them's a comedic, a comedy character, which again is a stereotype that's been used in media for yeah. hundreds of years. And the other one is a monstrous character. Yeah. Again, the stereotype that's been used in media for hundreds of years. And I just kind of go, eee! Yeah. Every time I see it, because I'm like, ah, oh, this probably, again, it's probably not intentional. Yeah. You know? It's one of those things in the same way that, like, so, it's so built into it's cultural baked things. It's into. Which yeah. is a, I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm saying that's yeah. a bad thing, but that's why it gets reproduced mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. often, even in. Yeah, exactly. Kids, you won't want it anywhere, but like, especially in a kids' film. And it's so uh-huh. upsetting that it comes up again and again. I think it's something we do really need yeah. to take notice of for sure yeah i would agree that's, it's, that's yeah it's my... one of those things where people be like oh well you know like that's just, it's just, like yeah. w- like witches for example people are like oh well witches just have long noses and i'm like yeah but why yeah <laughs> think about why your character design has that and like again like i mean i don't again i think with the character design of both of them it may not have been intentional but you know obviously it is there and you know we I think we should at yeah. least mention it. So I, oh, I, for I think sure. that's definitely a pit agree. for me. Is that that would be my pit? Aspects too. of the character design in an otherwise very nice and fun family film. Yeah, but you know, yeah, absolutely would agree. Well, what was your that, your peaks and peaks? yeah? That would be my pit as well. I think that's just mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like a bad choice that could have been avoided so easily. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have anyone consult on yeah. the film? Like it's yeah, it's not hard mm-hmm. to do that, and it's not. It's gone through a lot of people. Um, yeah. to get this film made it's yeah. a major network you no stop it you don't need to do that um, yeah exactly my peak Just would be that. yeah my peak would be the sunrise i really like that scene and yeah. i also really like the scene of mavis and dracula on the same rooftop where he realizes what he's <gasps> done wrong and decides he needs to make amends for it i think that's really mm. nice i think it's really nice when films especially films aimed at kids show that adults make mistakes and when adults yeah. make mistakes they should rectify it and they should yeah. apologise and make it up for you. Because, like, you know, there's dominant messaging that, like, your parents are never wrong. Do what they say. And, yeah. like, do what they say to an extent to keep you safe, sure. But adults make mistakes. Good parents make mistakes. And they should apologise for it. And you should accept their apology. Yeah, exactly. Depending on what it is, obviously. But good people, especially good parents, make mistakes. No one's perfect. Like, Dracula's yeah. whole arc no is that is he has... He's, tried to look after Mavis and in doing so has made some bad choices. Mm-hmm. He smothered her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to see yeah, him to reconcile that and it not just be her like, I have to break free. He's like, oh no, I have made the mistake. It's not just that mm-hmm. you really want to go off and see the world. I shouldn't have done this anyway. I was just, mm-hmm. uh, but you understand his reasoning. And I think it's nice in a kid's film yeah. to give that kind of depth mm-hmm. to a parent. You can I tell I'm not the demographic agree. watching this. I'm like, yes, I love the parent. No, but like, okay, <laughs> but you know, Katie and I both recently, very recently watched um, The Mitchells versus The Machines. Yes. And I think, again, that's another animated film that really shows that like parents aren't perfect. Yes. And they're going to try and keep you safe. And they're going to, you know, mess up in their own ways. But at the end of the day, they love you and they want wants what's best and sometimes they get it wrong. Yes, definitely. But they're just trying and I think that's nice. Mm-hmm. I sure. just I like a good nice message in my in my Disney Pixar no, it's not even Disney Pixar. This was Columbia and, and Mitchell's mm. Western Machines of Sony. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. So but yeah. Uh, I think that ends us on a really nice note in the yeah. show. 
anything it else shows. to add, come and interact with us Ooh. on all over our socials. We're Midnight Fun Pod yeah. everywhere. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. I do a poll every week on the Twitter so you, you can have your say yeah. in our date or stake. You guys agreed with us last week. Uh, some of you wanted to date Dracula, which I disagree with, but whatever. Um, <laughs> you are my people yes you guys all wanted to <laughs> let's make a discord <laughs> yes you guys all wanted to smooch anna from van helsing which we agree yeah well obviously let's go but yeah vote in our poll let us know any thoughts that you've had you can dm us there or we have um an email just midnightfunpod at gmail.com um something we haven't mentioned for a while but you can drop us a little review on itunes or if wherever you listen yeah. to your podcast I know Spotify doesn't do it, so don't worry if you're over there. But if you listen to podcasts yeah. and you can leave reviews, it's really nice to see. It really helps us out. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah that would be nice. Reviews. Thank you. A little love, maybe. <laughs> yes. Uh, Thanks. We're, we're Midnight <laughs> Fun Pod uh, on coffee as well, which is if you want to tip us. Um, thanks. A little tip. Yeah. Anything like that. We just thank you so much for your support. Thank you for sticking with us through season two, yeah. trying something new. I feel like we're in the swing of it now. Really nice. Me too. I'm enjoying myself. Having a good time. And so for next week, well, not sorry, in two weeks' time, yes. we will be watching Dark Shadows. Woo-hoo. So if you've not watched that, you want to watch along with us, you've got a whole week to watch that thing, baby. Uh, so yeah, join us next time for yeah. Dark Shadows. It's going to be wild. Yeah, that episode will be coming out on the 4th, so you've got some time. Uh-huh. Uh, we've heard I've never seen it but I've heard great things about it people love it Um, Mm -hmm. fun little comedy excited yeah Yeah. thank you so much for listening have a great morning afternoon evening whenever you're listening and we'll see you next time bye bye Midnight Fun is an independent podcast hosted by two girls with an internet connection our intro and outro music are loved and respected by Rosa Zerti of Loyalty Freak Music Neither Katie nor Liv are associated with any of the media or intellectual property discussed throughout the podcast. All views are their own. And remember, vampires make terrible boyfriends.